0: You're listening to the Auburn Express. What's up in War Eagle, War Report family? You got Ike Jones back with another Morning Drop. Today, we are talking about the new hire for defensive coordinator, DJ Durkin. How y'all feeling about the hire, man? Let's talk about it. Y'all know how we do right here, War Report style. Let's drop it on them. Morning drop. It is Tuesday, January 30th. You got Ike Jones in here talking a little more Auburn football. Before we get into that, just want to say congratulations to the Auburn women's basketball team for getting the win last night versus the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, So, congrats to them. Third SEC win on the path to try to get into the postseason. But let's sit here and talk about a little football today. Definitely need you all who are watching this to go ahead and share that video out there on social media at The War Report. Like the video and subscribe to the channel. Let's talk about it. DJ Durkin, new defensive coordinator, Coach Hugh Freeze has completed his defensive staff and DJ Durkin is the final piece of that. Uh, As the co-defensive coordinator, let me say that uh, at least they haven't officially announced this at the university, but all reports are saying DJ Durkin is the guy. Uh, I feel confident in reporting or in in reacting to that based upon the reports that I've seen. But um, Definitely want to hear what your thoughts are on the hire, because apparently this is controversial for some people about this hire. I don't know that we can have an offseason that is absent of controversy, and we have had plenty of things to talk about. Um, But DJ Durkin is now the defensive coordinator for Auburn, and uh, he is going to bring over a wealth of experience to the Auburn staff in terms of all the places that he's coached around the sec in the country uh and he's been a great defensive mind Uh, the staff is now complete with uh let's just talk about all of the people that are on the staff we've already talked about this a few times but uh dj durkin will join charles kelly as co-defensive coordinator um, and then you have Jeremiah, Jeremy Garrett, of course, as the defensive line coach, Josh Aldridge with linebackers, Wesley McGriff as DB coach. Uh, when you look at D- DJ Durkin's history, he is mostly, as far as position groups, worked with linebackers. So it's going to be interesting to see kind of how he and Josh Aldridge are going to be splitting those duties with linebackers because we know the defensive secondary is taken care of with Charles Kelly and Wesley McGriff. Um, Um, or whether or not it's going to be a division along the defensive line, right? So if you look at what they have already as far as um, what we're going to be, I'm assuming, this is an assumption, I don't know how they're going to work it out, that DJ Durkin is going to handle outside linebacker slash pass rusher slash rush ends, whatever they decide to do from a schematic standpoint to get people lined up in a particular way. But, I mean, when you look at, again, his history, DJ Durkin was, you know, as far as coordinators goes or assistants goes, he was a defensive ends coach when he was at Bowling Green. So he has position groups or he has worked with a position group that's specifically dedicated to working as the defensive end or as the outside linebacker or rush end, whatever you want to call that. So in last year's scheme, you would think of that as the jack linebacker. So potentially that could be something where he's going to specialize in guys who are going to be getting after the passer. Um, You know, again, he's worked with linebackers and special teams as well at uh, Bowling Green on that Stanford staff that he was on. He was defensive ends coach there again, worked with linebackers and uh, was the defensive coordinator when he was on the Florida staff in 2010 through 2014 defensive coordinator there at Michigan. And then, of course, Maryland head coach, which we'll talk about in just a minute because that's where all the controversy surrounds. Um, Atlanta Falcons, he was a consultant. Then he was the defensive coordinator, co defensive coordinator. So he has had the co defensive coordinator title before, and linebackers coach when he was at Ole Miss. Uh, and then most recently, defensive coordinator and safeties coach. Uh, When at Texas A&M so he's worked uh, at several different spots along the defense, uh, but mostly working with linebackers and defensive ends in his time. So I think that this is a quality hire as far as his experience is concerned. And I mean, when you just look at the defenses that he's captain or he has been defensive coordinator for, uh, first and foremost, as far as accolades, 2012, he was a recruiter of the year. So when we talk about this defensive staff, you're talking about a staff that has multiple guys who have been great recruiters along their career, who have put quality guys In position to be great college players, as well as guys that have gone on to the next level to be wonderful uh, NFL prospects. So you know that he's done well as far as his recruiting is concerned. So Coach Freeze has definitely built a monstrous recruiting staff, particularly on the defensive side of the football, when you look at what has already been done in the careers of Wesley McGriff and uh, with Charles Kelly. Uh, Jeremy Garrett has done a good job so far and in you know he hasn't had a lot of power five experience but he's done really good uh with bringing in talent and then Josh Aldridge I think has done a good job with the linebackers you look at the linebacker class that Auburn has landed most recently here so definitely a good defensive recruiting staff and that's not to ho-hum the offensive recruiting staff but this defensive recruiting staff as far as what they've done in their careers already is monstrous um But then a little bit more about Durkin as far as what he's done as a defensive coordinator. Um, That team in 2015, when he was at Michigan, was fourth in total defense in the country, allowing just 17.2 points per game, right? So we're talking about a defense that was able to be tops in the country in points per game in total defense, not to be sneezed at there in 2015. The 2021 defense that he was part of with Texas AM was. Fewest in yards per game and 17th in pass efficiency, fourth in the SEC. So 17th in the country in passes. So he had a top 20 defense when he was there in the first year at Texas A&M and 22nd in points per game, top 25 in points per game there at Texas A&M. So he has been able to put some defenses together that have been monstrous, right, have been in the top 25 in the country. You talk about 133, you know. FBS schools being in the top twenty-five is pretty good, right? And you're top seventeen in some rankings, fourth in the SEC. Um, and I believe that this is going. To, this is a solid hire for Coach Freeze, uh, but it doesn't come without its controversy, right? So we can't just gloss over the fact that uh, the time at Maryland happened. And I think that that's where you find most of the angst that has uh, popped up within the conversation around this hire was whether or not. What happened at Maryland was a thing that needs to come into consideration. And I do believe, and I don't know this because I haven't talked to anybody specifically, but I do believe that that was part of the hesitation in the vetting process for the hire of DJ Durkin because, you know, a lot of speculation was around whether or not. Coach Freeze was going to go in the direction of uh, Chris Kiffin, and that was the reason it was taking so long. They were just waiting for Chris Kiffin to get done with his Houston Texans situation in the playoffs. And once that was done, we were going to see, you know, uh, an escalation of the process towards hiring Chris Kiffin. I don't know what happened to the Chris Kiffin situation, uh, whether or not it was they just couldn't come to terms on anything or he just decided, hey, I'd rather stick with the NFL gig. But I do know that DJ Durkin has been under consideration for a while, and uh, a lot of the conversation around this um, hire has been around whether or not he would be a good culture fit for Auburn. And I just wonder, like, at what point in time do we say he's been vetted by really three staffs, if we're being honest? Um, He was hired at Ole Miss— he was hired at Texas A and M, and he was in consideration for a job at Alabama before Nick Saban moved on. So, you know, at what point in time does the vetting of three different SEC go- coaches um, and three different SEC programs not meet the metal of what's necessary to be hired here at Auburn? I don't know why this. I don't know why it's such a big deal now. What ha- And again, I do not mean to minimize what happened at Maryland. It definitely happened. I just don't understand why it's become such a huge controversy and now his third college collegiate job since then. Um, So, again, not to minimize what happened. And hopefully it doesn't seem as if I'm minimizing because that's a very serious situation. But at what point in time does we do we stop moving in the direction of that being the biggest story when it comes to hiring uh, this coach, especially considering he's not in the position to do the things that got him into that scenario at Maryland, right? He's not the head coach of Auburn because that's when he was the head coach and he ran the program. He's a defensive coordinator. So he still has to abide by whatever the schedule is for practices that the head coach has set. Um, So he wouldn't even be in a position to make the same kind of decisions that led to um, that situation precipitating in that way. So I don't know. Again, I don't. I don't mean to minimize that situation, and I definitely feel as if people who have issues with it have a valid concern. But I think that he's not in the scenario for that concern to manifest itself in that way. Um, and I haven't heard any other things around any of the situations with him at Ole Miss or at Texas A and M. Uh, from from what I've heard or or for what's been reported, the only issues that people have had with him uh, at texas a&m was last year's defense not performing particularly well in the defensive backfield i think we've got wonderful db coaches that will be able to to rectify that situation he still had one of the best front sevens in all of college football last year at texas a&m so um i don't know but again if anybody has issues i would love to hear your concerns about that and um and, and we'd love to have a conversation with you here in the comments section. Uh, last, let's just talk about a little bit what I think a lot of people want to know about. And if you are part of the green name game, we will get into this extensively. And that's the defensive scheme of DJ Durkin. Uh, so we're talking about football. He runs kind of a variation of what we've been running the last season under um, previous defensive coordinator uh, Ron Roberts, which is a modified four-two-five scheme, right? So uh, the differences, I think, between... The two is kind of the responsibility of the Jack and Star backers, right? You call them backers, but, you know, one of them is a DB and one of us is a defensive lineman. Um, he is more dedicated to a three-down line front with that Jack linebacker serving as kind of a third level or second level defender um, a little more. But he will present the four-man front and have you in a, a true four two five front. So it is a very – um fluid position that he'll have as that other defensive end slash linebacker that's out there. It needs to be a versatile type of player. So I think it's very interesting because I think some of the young guys that were brought in in this class fit really well into the scheme that DJ Durkin is going to employ. Uh, But it will be interesting to see how that manifests itself amongst the players that we have out here. When you think about a a Jalen McLeod, uh, he was asked to do some of the things that he will be asked to do in this DJ Durkin scheme. Uh, But we will look at that scheme a lot more extensively as we get into some film, I will be putting some of that stuff together for you guys here who are a part of my green name game. So stay tuned for that for sure. But again, 4 type of scheme with three dedicated down linemen is really the primary of what he's going to be setting up for this defense. So I'm looking forward to seeing how this manifests on the field this coming season for Auburn University. All right, uh, that is enough of my ramblings. I definitely want to hear what you all have to say in regard to the new hire for Auburn staff, DJ Durkin, defensive coordinator. Before we get into that, we definitely need to shout out the sponsor of the Morning Drop, which is Rogue Shop. You can head over to rogueshop.com using code Report. Get you a little something off your purchase at America's number one online dispensary. Sleep, stress, pain, anxiety, Rogue Shop's got something there for you. Make sure you use code Report when you do that. Drop. Thanks for sticking around through the ad break. Now here's the rest of your morning drop. drop. Let's get over into the comment section because I am definitely anxious to hear what you all have to say about this because let's be clear. You don't come here to hear me talk. You come here to get your opinions expressed. And I am happy to answer your questions and talk about what y'all want to talk about in terms of this hire. Um We'll start it off with a super chat from Auburn Dad, who says, just glad it's over. Hugh Freeze got decent, got a decent hire, Wardam Eagle. Thank you, Auburn Dad. Definitely think that this is a good hire, man. It's a quality hire. He has been around the SEC at three different programs, Florida, Texas AM, and m and Ole Miss. Um, and he's been good at all of those stops at another Power 5 uh, program or two other Power 5 programs. Again, I don't want to gloss over the Maryland time, but at Michigan and Maryland, and had good defenses at both of those spots, has been a quality recruiter in his time. So I think it's a very solid hire. Hope that everything works out great for this staff and this team coming into the season. JJ Brand says, okay, I'm keeping an open mind. Corey and TK convinced me that this is a good hire. His defensive stats since 2016 don't look amazing. Well, he didn't ask me to convince him, so I'm not going to. Corey and TK, you guys do your job and and convince him it's a good hire. I don't know that anything is going to convince anyone of someone being a good hire without results showing on the field. I think the results on the field are really what ultimately will matter. Um, You know, again, I can read down his accolades and talk about things that he's done with his defenses. um, And, but none of that, uh, the the past and and all that stuff doesn't really matter. The the past is what gets you hired. Your current situation and what you do on the field is what determines whether or not you get fired. So uh, we, we will, it is yet to see whether or not he is going to be the guy for Auburn, but I certainly hope it is. Chris S says, is Durkin also coaching a group? Um, I don't know the answer to that yet. I would assume that he's going to help with linebackers and defensive in, in that Jack rush in def- position because it's a position that is specialized for his defense. So I'd, I'd assume that he would want to make sure that he has a, a, a firm or whomever is going to be playing that position has a firm grasp of what he wants them to do. Um, but, I think the primary role for durkin is going to be coordinating the defensive recruiting and making sure that they have the right kinds of guys that uh, that land with this team and answering this next question that you have here chris s is durkin a good play caller he's going to be the guy that's going to be calling the defense i would assume that that's going to be a primary responsibility for him um just because you have guys who are coaching all of the other spots that so he doesn't necessarily have to focus on a group. He can be more of the orchestrator and making sure things are moving in the right direction. He has more experience as a play caller. I talked about this a little bit when we talked about the potential of him being a hire. He has more experience as a play caller more recently than a guy who is the other co-defensive coordinator in Charles Kelly. So I think that uh, those two putting their hits together about how they want to employ things um, with that defensive secondary and the front seven that DJ Durkin has always had good results with. I do believe that he'll function to be the primary play caller and i think that he's a decent play caller um you know, again, the results kind of speak for themselves as terms of where his defensive defenses have finished uh, in his time as defensive coordinator. Uh, but it's really, you know, we talk about this all the time. You can be, you know, a brilliant play caller and not have the guys to run the scheme. So it's really about whether or not he has the people to be able to do the things that he wants to do. And he sees a vision of his guys being able to do sideline to sideline, linebacker check. We've got two of those Austin keys, you know, has actually been in DJ Durkin's defense before. I think that that's worth noting that he was the coach at um, Ole Miss while Austin Keyes was there. So this won't be his first rodeo as part of a DJ Durkin um, defense as a linebacker. So, I mean, you know, Austin Keyes didn't play a ton in that time, but it's not, he he will have, it's not going to be the first time that he'll have to have learned this system and worked with this coach before. So we'll be interesting to see how it goes. Corey Weber jumps in and asks, better than any – or says, excuse me, better than any hire we've had since Steele. The man just produces solid defenses. I think Ron Roberts was a good hire. Now, don't get me wrong. As far as his ability to coach defenses on – now, whether or not there's, you know, the issues that precipitated off the field aside, right? I think Ron Roberts was a good hire, but I do believe that – Um. DJ Durkin is a quality hire as well. And, you know, hopefully the, the other side of that coin, as far as the off the field stuff, won't be an issue this time around. And we can just have a coach that's here ready to coach football and produce Winning defenses out there on the field this defense was good last year Hopefully in this season they can flip to another level A lot of things to be sorted out as far as who's going to be playing on the field But there's definitely not a dearth of talent for dj durkin to figure out and the rest of the staff to figure out How they're going to deploy out there on the field uh, let's see here. Chris asked, asks, what does Durkin do for recruiting? I talked about this a little bit and probably he asked this question before I addressed it. Um, but he has been good at recruiting his entire career. Uh, so I believe that this defensive staff has a plethora of ways that they can go as far as making sure that they can solidify continuing to bring in quality talent here uh, to the Plains. Uh, J.J. Brand says, does having Charles Kelly make this great? I think that this is a good pairing because Charles Kelly has always been good with the defensive backfield and he's worked with linebackers before. D.J. Durkin has always been good with front sevens and he's worked with linebackers and defensive line before. So when you have a two defensive minds that come together who separately understand how to deploy people in both portions of your defense uh i think that this is a good marriage as far as as long as philosophically they want to do the same things as far as you know we haven't talked about pressure rates and um you know whether they're going to be playing man versus zone schemes primarily and that's something we'll definitely dig into now that we have a solidified staff we'll get into the numbers of percentage of blitz rates and you know, percentage man versus zone types of stuff. We'll get into all of that. But I do think that as long as philosophically they are on the same page of, about that thing, um, then th- there will be no issues. Because, again, you have two people who have different types types of expertise coming together to bring this defense. And as long as they are of one mind of what they want to do with in, in regards to how they want to deploy things on the field, shouldn't be a problem. James Barnett says, Ike, is there a coach out there that doesn't come with some sort of baggage, good or bad? Just saying, not sure there is a spot-free coach. Unless there's a brand new coach, no, they're going to come with baggage. If they have a coaching history, um, then likely there's going to be some firing that's happened in their career, some year where they've not done well. Um, you know, Some reasoning why someone was not going to like it because they didn't have the right coaching experience before they got into the job there's not going to be a perfect coach um but there are coaches that have i mean let's be clear there are coaches that have less less high profile issues than what dj durkin comes in with so again i don't want to minimize that and say well everybody's got problems right like no yeah every coach has some sort of issue that they're going to come in and people are going to say hey but what about this and these are reasons why i would question this higher uh and and this one is not absent of that So uh, I do believe, though, that this hire ultimately is a good one. It's a solid hire, and hopefully the job on the field will reflect that as well. Uh, Auburn Dad says Durkin has experience with all positions except cornerback uh he has done a lot of things in his defensive career and i think you know listen we've got a solid cornerbacks coach so we don't need to worry about that wesley mcgriff is going to take care of making sure the cornerbacks are in the right positions and understanding what they need to do this is a good defensive staff man i think coach freeze has put a really good staff together here um you know I, i i am uh cautiously optimistic about the staff again that doesn't mean that year one under this new staff everything is going to be lights out and we're going to have a top five defense at auburn but what i do think is that there's the right people there to put those kind of those players in the right position to be able to perform steve bradley says durkin must be good he had others waiting on his decision with freeze before they hired another dc listen i again this is Auburn's not the only staff that went through a process of determining whether DJ Durkin would be a good fit for them. Again, this is his third SEC, not just third job; it's his fourth job uh, since Maryland. But this is his third SEC defensive coordinator job since Maryland. So, other staffs have, or and other organizations and ADs and administrations have thought, "Hey, this is he's a good coach. Let's bring him in." And again, I haven't heard it. If someone else has, please enlighten me because I would welcome the conversation around it because I don't want to be out here ignorant to things. I haven't heard of any issues that he's had at either of those two stops. Um, Lane Kiffin didn't want to lose him to Texas A&M. He sat there and had a little hissy fit about that. Well, Lane Lane Kiffin has hissy fits all the time, but... um, about D.J. Durkin getting hired away because he felt as if Texas A&M just had more money and outbid him for their services when he left Ole Miss. Didn't want him to leave there. Only reason he left Texas A&M was because the head coach got fired. It's not as if they asked him to leave, even though that defense didn't perform up to the standard of what they he had done in that first season there, uh, particularly in the defensive secondary. But again, front seven wise, Texas A&M is one of the best in the country last year. So, um, they weren't asking him to get out of the door at Texas A&M either. So uh, I, I – but if if there are other people who have information about this, feel free because, again, I am – I don't have all the info. I don't have all the knowledge. Definitely welcome people enlightening me on things that I am uh, oblivious to, which is a there, – there's a – litany of things that I have no idea about. So feel free to, to correct me. I say stupid things all of the time and you guys are always there to correct me. And I appreciate y'all for that. Uh, Let's see here. Corey Weber says Saban was going to hire Durkin before he retired. He's retired. He's solid. I think I mentioned this already, but definitely um, deserves to be brought up out there. Jonathan Boyson says, I'm just tired of every time Auburn hires someone, media and fans find any reason why it's not a good hire and just get behind the person. Listen, this is, again, I don't think that Auburn is unique in this. I think that this happens all over the country. And every time people get hired, someone's going to scrutinize the hire and they're going to say this person would have been a better fit. And there's not going to be a universally liked hire for anything. Right. I I don't the I think the only thing that has been universally liked amongst Auburn fans that has happened at Auburn in the last five or six years was when they hired Cadillac to be the running backs coach. And then when he was retained by coaches after that, outside of that, I can't think of very many things that Auburn fans universally were like, this is a good hire. And I think actually. Back it up. I think there were people who thought that the, the the original hire of Cadillac was too soon. He hadn't done enough as a running backs coach before they hired him the first time. I, it's just just not a real thing. It's not a real thing that people are not going to have some issue with some person that's been hired for some job. Doesn't matter what the job is. Doesn't matter what the sport is. Doesn't matter. It just somebody's gonna have a reason to say this. This I wouldn't have gone in that direction. We'll see. I'll reserve my judgment. Or this is terrible going to happen. So I think you just kind of have to have your own opinion and support the team in your way. Steve Bradley says, will Durkin being hired cause any player to hit the portal to come play for him when the next portal opens, especially defensive line? It's a good question. Um, I don't know that he would have been lead recruiter as defensive coordinator at Texas A&M, but I guess there's a possibility that there are some people I think it I the only reason I would hesitate to just jump at that and say yes is cuz I think Mike Elko's a really great defensive coach and Texas A&M has um a a good defensive mind there right now so I don't know that anybody was so tied to DJ Durkin that they wouldn't say to themselves that Mike Elko and whatever staff he puts together defensively is not going to be adequate I would look more at the coordinators that were below in the position room as guys that would have been more tied to players and whether or not they would be linked to them uh, which he wouldn't be bringing any of that staff over here maybe some analysts could potentially get hired from off of that Texas A&M staff but his on the field staff is already solidified so um, unless there are some some off the field guys or some analysts that were really good with the players in that locker room I would I would immediately say no to that. Uh, but you never know you never, if there are guys that hop in the portal for any reason, then I think that there could be a potential that he would say, Hey, this is a guy we should go get. Um, and we would be a top landing spot at Auburn for them, um, in that scenario. But I don't know that anyone proactively says I want to leave and go to Auburn now because of this. Um, again, I don't know that, but possibly. TK says his front seven harassed us to no end. I was out there still suffering from the aftershock and flashbacks. Ooh. Um, yeah. Uh, listen, uh, again, that front seven uh, was super talented for Texas A&M last year. If we have the talent, I trust that they're going to put that type of talent in the, t- the correct position. Um, You know, I I hate that we weren't able to hire him sooner and potentially get one of those guys who was on that defensive front over at Auburn. Um, But, you know, hey, he's already made his decision where he wanted to go. Um, But, yeah, it would have been nice to get that young man over here from Texas A&M. Corey jumps back in and says, Ike, sorry if I missed it. Will Durkin coach outside linebackers? There has been no definitive answer to that as of yet. Again, Auburn has not, as far unless they've done it, this morning or while i'm in here talking has not officially announced this this is just uh word on the curb as they say but i uh, feel very good about the you know that this is a thing like this is uh solidified or, or otherwise i wouldn't come in here and talk about it uh so I think this is more than just a rumor. I think this is a confirmed uh, story that's out there now that this is the guy, but Auburn has not come out and said, or Coach Freeze university has not come out and said he's been hired as co-defensive coordinator slash position group, right? Um, my assumption would be outside linebacker slash rush end, but uh, that is only an assumption, not something that has been definitely said out there. So we will see more to come on this and so much more left to be said about this hire, but, That's enough of me talking. I appreciate you all dropping in here with me. As always, Morning Drop is brought to you by the Rogue Shop. Make sure you head over there, rogueshop.com. Code Report is what you need to be doing for America's number one online dispensary. Please make sure you like the video, subscribe to the channel, share the content. We'll be back at you with another Morning Drop tomorrow. But until then, and as always, War Eagle. Drop! right